Welcome to episode 192B of the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. Today is a special bonus episode. Uh, so you'll notice the slightly different format, the slightly different intro here. Uh, wanted to make it a little bit different because I don't have a guest on this specific interview. This is uh, this is just me chatting. And uh, I, I get a lot of questions like in between episodes because I'll, I'll just sprinkle a couple of things that I'm doing and, and I don't really go into depth of what's going on in my life and uh, what projects I'm working on and how they've gone. So um, what this episode is, is this is an update of of what's new since the last time I did an episode like this, which was, I believe, episode 145. Uh, so we're almost a year after that. Uh, time really flies. And uh, so I'm going to be going over today uh, what I've been working on with the campground, our first successful season, the Airbnb glamping uh, operation, what happened there, uh, what's going on in Florida, the hurricane hit. Uh, so this is fresh. I'm just recording this, probably releasing it the day I'm recording it or the day after. Some of the things that I'm doing uh, to build the community back up. So uh, before the whole lockdowns started, uh, I had the Greater Hamilton REI meetup. And uh, we had meetings every month. We, we got up to 100 investors showing up, talking and sharing ideas. And um, I wanted to revive that in some format, but I, I felt that there were some changes that needed to be made. So I'm going to be going into that. So if you're driving in your car, uh, this is very much a, uh, a listen type episode. If you're watching on YouTube, um, welcome. Appreciate it. Make sure you leave a comment and and uh, and subscribe if you haven't already done the done that and leave a thumbs up too. It just helps this get out to, to more people. So, like I said, going to go into some things that are that are going on in my life. So uh, let's let's start with uh, I had a kid uh, nine and a half months ago uh, in December December twenty fourth to be exact. And uh, man, life changed from there. So um, I was you know doing my podcast entirely on my own, or I'd have some some help for the live episodes. Um, but uh, I was I was doing still a lot of the editing myself. And as soon as uh, my son came into my life, it was like everything had to change. Um, I needed to hire help. Uh, I was kind of like sinking and all that. So uh, between everything I was doing, all the investing and, you know, it, it was time to make a change. Um, so I'll, I'll dig into a, a little bit more of what I've made a change with, but specifically with with the podcast, I brought on a full time editor. So those of you who are watching the YouTube content, aside from this episode, which is just very simple, um, we've got some fantastic editing. Uh, the quality's really never been better and uh, we're getting great guests on. I actually have the new studio here. So um, I have my uh, my office space with a permanent setup. So that's a big change. We're going to be able to get so many more great guests on the show. And I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, and now I don't need to batch it where I have four people all in the same day and I'm totally exhausted by the end of it. I can just have, you know, a couple of interviews on a day and, uh, and pump out content a lot more regularly and a lot more current which in today's market, when things are changing so often, that's kind of something we want, you know? Okay, so starting with the campground. Campground season one, what went well? Well, um, I think the glamping actually outperformed on an individual basis, like per tent. I think we actually did better than we thought we were going to do. So for those of you who aren't familiar, I bought with a, with a few partners, we bought a uh, campground in the Tobermory area and we shifted away from the seasonal renter model that they had before and we switched over to a primarily glamping focused model we also do do still have transient camping where people come in for a couple of nights and then leave but primary thing and the primary income generator uh, for us is the glamping so we have tents with queen size beds so people who who want to do camping light they want an experience they want something they can share on instagram um 
this works really well for them. So for those of you who haven't checked it out um, on Instagram at the Grotto Getaway Glamp, and you can also book on Airbnb, booking.com, or if you want to do it directly through our website, we sure would love that. You know, it saves fees uh, for us and it kind of works out best for everybody. Uh, GrottoGetaway.com if, uh, if you'd like to check that out. You know, the biggest thing was, was manpower. We just didn't have the manpower uh, or woman power uh, that we needed to to get things up and running fast enough. Uh, we actually didn't launch our glamping until I think it was June 20th or June 19th. And uh, at that point, it, we were just uh, a little too far along in the season to fully take advantage. So we had a killer uh, July. We were still pretty well fully occupied on the tents we launched uh, and the units we launched. But it took us even into August to, to get... Um, some of our trailers launched that we had ready. And despite all this, like all of the units actually did pretty darn well. Um, we, we had uh, one of our tents, I did just shy of $15,000 in revenue, uh, which I was pretty blown away at. And I can only imagine what could happen in a full season. And um, so that's what we're really looking, looking forward to doing is getting a full run up for this coming season and just seeing what we are capable of doing. And uh, some of the income targets we had set originally um, like I had hoped we'd do 400k in the first year. We didn't unfortunately hit that. Um, however, I do think that we're well in line to do that and then some for this coming year. There's been a lot of learning, uh, a lot of headaches. Uh, I think that you know in the area there's such a there's such a demand for Airbnbs there that people don't really have monthly rentals available in the area. So the big thing for employees is they don't have anywhere to live. So what we're doing for next year to kind of change gears is we're providing accommodation. So. By the way, if you or somebody you know you think might want to work for our camp and help in either management or maintenance, let us know. It might be a nice way to spend a summer in the Tobermory area, have a, a free place to stay, um, get to work, and you can also explore the area. So, okay. Now, Florida. So a lot of people have been asking me, wanted to know, if you follow me on Instagram, you do know uh, that my place has survived. So I had three places under construction at the time that the hurricane hit. We were right in the eye of it and uh we were okay um so i had some shingle damage on one of the the properties that i know for sure i'm pretty sure i had shingle damage on the other two um, but in rather than the shingles being ripped off they were just like sort of bent up and i, I don't think we lost our watertight um seeing a video of the one property uh, the wind was so strong it actually knocked a sheet of drywall off the ceiling so there were some minor things like that like a couple sheets of drywall that had to be refastened or replaced a little bit of insulation that had to be replaced and then some water had wicked through the wall just because it was it wasn't stuccoed on the outside so nothing too bad if you check out my instagram you'll see some um some pictures on a reel that i did um it was a kind of an experimental reel went way too fast you'll you'll know what you uh you know what i mean if you take a look at it so any if you don't know at the andrew hines for my instagram so i do try and share um reels uh highlights of our episodes and um updates on what I'm up to. So a lot of the Florida stuff I've been sharing. Uh, if you want to keep up to speed on what I'm doing, that's a good place to check out. Okay. So um, in terms of the market, I'm expecting things to resume. I think there's a huge opportunity down there because all these people who lost their homes, like Fort Myers beach, for instance, like I think more than half the people lost their homes. Um, now there's all these people who need a place to live. There's people who had homes damaged in Cape Coral. Uh, so if anything, I think the rental market just got stronger in that area as far as values go, um, I think that those are actually going to be positively affected uh, by what happened because there's there's less available inventory on the market. Um, 
but I also do think that there's a huge opportunity for somebody willing to buy in, say, a place like Fort Myers, where it's kind of uncertain, or sorry, Fort Myers Beach, it's kind of uncertain what the future looks like when the majority of that island was wiped out. So something to keep an eye on. I, my mother-in-law, she had she had uh, seven places on the beach and she has lost for sure two of them. I think a third one as well, but I actually have saw some aerial views and so yeah, there are three for sure gone because you could see the stilts, the piers that uh, that these houses were on, and the house was gone. Uh, and then there was another house that was just on foundation, which when you're right off the beach in that area is not a good thing. And uh, the house was just completely gone. So there's going to be some insurance claims. I, unfortunately, for a lot of people, is uh, I was talking to an insurance agent down there, and apparently a lot of people don't get the flood endorsement because it's very expensive. So since their lenders don't require flood insurance, they don't take it. And uh, I feel really, really bad for the people who are kind of going through this because I think a lot of them are going to have their claims denied. I sure hope uh, that uh, that there's a scenario that works out for them where they can you know, find a way, uh, way through this because it definitely is unfortunate. More than anything, I just wanted to help in all this. But with, with a nine and a half month old at home, it's, it's been a pretty tough concept to think of packing up and going down there uh, to help uh, with aid. A couple of, of positives though. I mean, like looking at the builds I'm doing, like that's almost like a selling feature when I put them for sale. Survived uh, Hurricane Ian um, unscathed, didn't flood, uh, just a little bit of shingle damaged. I think that's a big selling point. And it really goes to show that the new construction is a, a very viable strategy down there now. Uh, so my houses, they've been raised up out of the floodplain. They, um, they're outside of the 100-year floodplain, they call it. So meaning once every 100 years, they would expect that to flood. But it didn't. And uh, I've heard people refer to this hurricane for that area as being a once in 500 years type event. So uh, feel very fortunate about that. Obviously, we're built with cinder block. We've got impact glass. So, you know, no, no glass got shattered um, all for hurricanes. And then, of course, shingles, they're done a lot better down there. Um, roofing is very serious, permitted job down there. And I think I know why. Right. Because you'll lose an entire roof if you don't do your shingles right. Um, so they nailed them six times, whereas in you know Canada, you'll see a lot of people will do less than that for sure. In terms of the podcast and just kind of reflecting back, so shifting gears, working through my list, in terms of the podcast and looking back, it started in 2019 and it was February. It was just me talking into a camera just like this, kind of uh, <laughs> rambling along about what I'm up to, my thoughts on investing and it's been it's been a fun journey. Like I said, like my life kind of got overwhelming after my uh, my son arrived, and um, the help I have with Walter, who is my full time video editor, uh, and he does the highlights on Instagram and everything. Uh, and he's now editing my new YouTube channel, which is um, REI Hot Seat. And if you're not subscribed to that, make sure you do that. Uh, I'll put the link in the description below. Uh, so he's been doing all that. Absolute godsend. Absolute absolutely between he and my assistant Jane have pretty much bought my life back. But with that said, now the podcast has a cost associated with it. Uh, it always did, but it was a manageable cost. Uh, now it's it's costing about $1,500 a month uh, for four episodes. And, you know, I'm, I'm able to spread that cost around a little bit on some of the other things he does. But um, what I'm looking to do now uh, is I'm going to be bringing in some sponsors. My first sponsor is going to be my brother-in-law, uh, Jacob Campanero. And we're kind of... Um, openly chatting about some things we can do uh, together. So those of you who have been following, you know, I was never really big on sponsors. Uh, 
mainly because, you know, you're attaching somebody's name to your brand. And uh, with Jake, obviously, being family and knowing him as long as I've known him, um, I know he knows his stuff. Um, you know, we're, he's a primary guest on REI Hot Seat, my new YouTube channel, um, because uh, he's investor focused. He does a lot of commercial real estate. He's taught me a lot of things about uh, commercial real estate. Uh, and we always have a lot of great chats. And that's really what that show's about. So he's sponsoring this podcast. Um, and I've also monetized on YouTube. So just taking some steps to try and turn it into an income ge generating endeavor because four years in, it's kind of like it's time. <laughs> it's time to do that. So I appreciate all of you who have followed uh, and listened for so long. It, it means a lot to me. It's been really fun. I love the feedback. I think we're over like 350 reviews on Apple Podcasts and averaging five stars. So I couldn't be more thankful for all of you who've been with me all this time. And I promise to maintain the quality that we've had on the podcast and keep it going. And I ask for your understanding as I bring in some sponsors um, uh, and understand that by supporting my sponsors, you support me, you support this podcast and the education that it provides and, 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 and adds to people's lives. So um, thank you. I appreciate your understanding in advance. Um, and uh, please support my sponsors. Uh, because like I said, you support my sponsors, you support me, you support this show. I promise I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring on good people, good, uh, good sponsors that are, are value add and, uh, and help the people they work with. So REI Hot Seat. So what's that? So REI Hot Seat, REI, so Real Estate Invest investor investing <laughs> rei hot seat is a uh, an idea i had because everybody asked me not everybody but a lot of people who message me and give me feedback people i talk to uh, they say hey you know the one thing that's really different about your podcast is you don't let people off the hook with the numbers you actually ask them okay what what's the rental income what did you buy it for i get a lot of that feedback saying people like they like the actual number crunching they, they want to know more about that and uh, it helps them see how I look at a deal and it helps them look at other deals themselves. So that idea was the reason for REI Hot Seat. Initially, the idea for, for REI Hot Seat was just deal crunching, active deals, and this is why I needed a realtor to work with. So Jake was the obvious, um, the obvious guy. We actually share an office space now because uh, he was, uh, he was uh, renting an office right here in Burlington. And he had an open room, which is now this podcast studio in my office, um, which is fantastic. So because he's so close and uh, he knows his stuff and, it, you know, obviously we get along great, awesome way to to do a lot of episodes. And we will have other guests too, but Jake will be a primary. And we're going over active real estate deals. So active, available today, hopefully, you know, at the odd time, we'll just go over a deal that maybe has already already been done. But for the most part, we're looking at active real deals that you could actually get and uh, crunching them from our perspective. And, and I wanted to give people a look at how people who look at a lot of this type of stuff, look at a lot of investment real estate, uh, look at things, the questions we ask, and uh, the things we should watch out for. So that's where these experts that I bring on are gonna be so critical, because I'm gonna ask them the hard questions, I'm gonna put them on the hot seat. So that's where the name came from. So the hot seat, you're on the, you're on the hot seat if you're getting asked all the questions. Um, we also just did a market update on REI Hot Seat. So that'll be part of it. If we don't have a great deal to review, uh, we might just talk market and what's happening, what's changing, and it's current. So these are recorded weekly and released weekly. So uh, there's not a big lag. It's very current information. The nice thing is that you might be able to actually find a deal and 
work with whatever realtors on the show and actually put something together, which would be uh, pretty cool. I haven't had that feedback yet, but we're only three episodes in as of tonight when I'm recording that third episode's launching. Uh, so please subscribe to that channel. The link will be in the, the description on this. And if you're listening on the podcast platform, it'll be in the show notes. So the next thing is I had a special shout out to Erwin Zito, friend of the show, a uh, friend of mine, a uh, really smart guy, entrepreneur, and uh, good golfer. <laughs> Not relevant. Uh, but anyways, Erwin is running his Wealth Hacker conference again. So for those of you who knew the last one, that was in 2019, before all the lockdowns, he had Grant Cardone as his uh, primary guest. It was an absolute banger. Pretty much everybody that I knew in the REI community was there. And I was just really impressed by what he did. He's running another event. And I forget who the guest is offhand. Um, Erwin came on the podcast and that episode is going to be launching next Sunday. So not this coming Sunday, but the following. Um, that'll be episode 194. So because of that, I thought his episode was launching sooner. The event is on November 12th. If you're interested in attending, uh, it's all about holistic wealth. It's about not just looking at real estate, but looking at other avenues. Um, how do you have a holistic approach to building wealth in your life? And I think that that's a, a strong, smart concept to, to be looking at. I mean, it's not just real estate. I think real estate's fantastic, but we all want to have open minds as to um, other ways to deploy our capital, especially in a market now where a lot of real estate investments are, you know, if you're assuming no appreciation, which I am right now, uh, it's like it's actually kind of challenging to find something that makes it a whole whole lot of sense. Not to say that there aren't deals coming. There are. But definitely good to have a few different opportunities, a few different uh, outlooks and, and, you know, maybe be considering, am I going to look at options? Am I going to look at stocks? I mean, I'm personally not right now. Not that I don't think it's a great idea. Am I going to look at private lending? Am I, you know, what else, what else can I do? And uh, in, in even other types of real estate to diversify. Not financial advice, by the way. Um, as you guys know, but I'll just say it just, just so the disclaimer's on the record. This, this show is never financial advice. Of course, always check with your financial advisor before you make an investment decision. I think uh, most people are on the same page with that, but I just want to make sure it's said. Okay, so final thing on my list is the new meetup. So people ask me over and over again, um, now that the pandemic's over, now that the lockdowns are over, uh, when are you going to do another meetup? And I wanted to, but I wanted to do it in a way that would make sense. Uh, the old meetup, so the Greater Hamilton REI meetup, we had a Facebook group for, and I thought I did a good job with the community rules, but ultimately what happened is it kind of turned into a bit of a spam fest and that people were posting deals and there were people I didn't know posting self-promotions and eventually it kind of just, the the group blew up because people love the concept. Like we had like a hundred people out to our events per month, um, but it uh, the group got out of hand. So I'm, uh, I'm not going to be using that Facebook group anymore. I decided to rebrand it and uh, we're going to call it the GTA West uh, REI meetup. And this meetup, we actually booked our first venue. Uh, so our first meetup is going to be November 3rd uh, from 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. in Hamilton. And I'm not going to give the exact location because I want you to join the group. And then I'm going to have an event link there that you can join. We want to make sure we know who's coming so that we can keep the venue apprised of it. Um, in the past, we did it at Nickelbrook here in Burlington, but they're moving locations. I am looking to, to 
set up for future events at their new location. We probably won't have one in December, but we'll we'll do another in uh, January. We might do December, but I, I'm leaning probably not, just you know, given proximity to Christmas and my son's birthday. Uh, okay, so why why go to these events for anybody who hasn't? They're awesome. I, I always thought the best part of a, an REI uh, event was the networking. And so many of these events, uh, they have speakers and speakers and you barely get any time to network and you're there for two, three hours, but you only got like a half hour of networking. For me, I, I thought it would be better to just have a few hours of networking. And um, that was the concept that, you know, we ran with, with the Greater Hamilton REI meetup and the concept that we're going we're gonna to continue to run with for uh, the GTA West meetup. The difference with the GTA West meetup is that we're going to have some sponsors there that provide services to investors. And this is still conceptual at this point. Um, but of course, Jake will be there as a sponsor. And um, and then we'll probably have some others. Uh, I don't know. There might be some signage. Uh that will evolve over time, especially as we secure our location and kind of you know solidify all that. Uh, it will continue to be free. That was the biggest thing. It was free. Um, you know, support the venue that we're we're going to. So you know, buy a drink, buy a snack, or or, or what have you. Uh, support them for hosting and for not charging us. So if they don't charge us, we're we're not going to charge um, for the guests. We just want to get people together, talk real estate. It gives people who wanted to chat with me an opportunity to chat with me because I can't take one-on-one -on -one requests uh, normally. Like if somebody wants to book a coaching call, that's one thing. Uh, but typically I just get too many of the, the requests to connect with people one-on-one. -on -one, and that's a great opportunity to do that if, uh, if you'd like to. So thanks for sticking with me through this. I think I kept this relatively concise. So this is a shorter episode. I think I got through all my points and uh, again, lots, lots happening. So um, lots on my plate right now, lots of, of really cool things coming down the pike for the, uh, the podcast. And then of course, REI hot seat, lots of content coming there. I ask you, if you've been enjoying the content, please support it. Leave a five-star review. If you're an audio listener, keep helping us grow, keep helping more people find out about the podcast. Good things will come from there. Uh, it allows, it allows me to keep doing this and, uh, and to keep finding better guests and to dedicate more of my time to the content itself rather than producing the content. Um, so if I, if I have more time that I can hire out these other jobs, it gives me more opportunity to, uh, to just focus on networking and connecting with uh, the people who are going to come on and, and uh, share their stories, which uh, I appreciate all of you who have done that and um, all the value you've added for the audience. So, so thanks to all the guests uh, who've been on the show. All right. Thank you so much. And we will see you on episode 193, which is uh, launching on Sunday.